Welcome to this episode of the Going Off Topic Podcast. We're two Imagineers who were defunct and started working at Action Park. That's right. We're about as authentic as a poorly dressed Disney villain. I'm Brandon. And I'm Chris. And we are Going Off Topic. Hey guys, welcome back to this new episode of Going Out of Topic. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we're back into this now. So next, uh, after our previous break, and now we're back in the swing of things. So very happy about that. Now, now I, I want you to really think about that for a moment. Yes. Besides Oogie Boogie, mm-hmm. who's literally just a pillowcase with bugs in it, yeah. pretty much all Disney humanoid villains, they... There, there's no dumpy looking Disney villain. Like they, they dress for success. Yeah, I mean, it's like you don't. There's not a Disney villain that just walked out of Old Navy. No, no offense to Old <laughs> Navy, but I'm, they're, they're, I'm not gonna. No, never mind. Old Navy's fine. Old Navy is not the Chris. problem. I'm saying like walking in with something simple with like a t-shirt and jeans. Like that's not a super villain attire. Well, what about a Disney Channel original villain? Would that count? Because I'm pretty sure they wear Old Navy stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, We'll, we'll, we'll stick with Cinema Disney. All right, that sounds good. Uh, we have uh, a really uh, amazing guest with us today. We have our friend, Becky Joe Downing. How's it going? Hey, hey! I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're excited to have you on. It's been a long time coming, and I feel like this is like the perfect episode for you, too. So that makes things a whole lot easier. Yes, I feel bad because you asked me to think of a topic and I was like looking back at all your recent stuff and all of them are very like deep and how, how do you get motivation? How do you get motivated? And I was like, why don't we talk about this? And you were like, okay. I was like, oh, this is like not deep at all, but I'm, I'm rolling with it. If you're rolling with it. Oh, easily. Like we're good with that too. Cause like, there's nothing wrong with, you know, like, I mean, we always have fun with those kind of episodes too. Yeah. Like, you know, we still want to talk about, you know, like some meaningful things, but that doesn't mean we can't find anything meaningful out of, you know, fun stuff like Disney, for instance. Yes, exactly. So, you know, there's some lessons <laughs> learned, you know, things that we can ponder about, which I'm kind of really, you know, giving a huge segue here. That's pretty easy. But, you know, I, I kind of want to like, you know, um, smooth things out a little bit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just we're just happy to have you on here, Becky. And uh, um, Chris, what was the because like um, during this whole time of 2020, I feel like we've all kind of gotten to Disney plus like, you know, just like every, every week or so, or like every now and then kind of thing. And I'm kind of looking back on it and like, it's kind of hard to imagine that like we didn't really have it. Oh my gosh. I know. Cause like it's, it hasn't even been a full year yet. Like, no. like it's like November, I think it's when the first year or something anniversary happens. I think that sounds about right because Mandalorian season two starts like October, November ish. Yeah. And it, it was released right when Disney plus was released. I think. Yeah, I think so. But like, it's just kind of oh, yeah. weird because like, you know, you know, you got, you know, um, all the Disney movies, you got, you know, Disney Channel stuff, National Geographic, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, you name it. And it's just kind of crazy that like a lot of the stuff that wasn't on there before is now on there now, which is really nice. Yes. But, you know, it not too long ago, we didn't even have it. We were just thinking like, oh, yeah, it's coming out soon. But it's just kind of cool that like, you know, hey. It came at the right time. Oh, yeah, it did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe that's why I can't imagine my yeah, life Yeah, they couldn't it. have planned for a better time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, but right now, it, for our listeners, if you have one recommendation for, like, 
a series or a, or a movie on Disney Plus to watch right now if they got it, what would it be? <laughs> okay. I'm going to say something really stupid, but this is me as a person. Um, Chris, you were just talking about Disney villains, and then Brandon was like, oh, what about decom villains, like Disney Channel original movie villains? <laughs> and like when they wore, would they wear yeah. old Navy clothes? Um, did you guys ever watch Phantom of the Megaplex? I watched that. Oh, yes. man. I watched that. My brother, okay, so my brother is nine years older than me. So that was more of, that was kind of like in between his like decom era and mine. Mm-hmm. And he, during quarantine, was like, you have to rewatch Phantom of the Megaplex. You just have to do it. I was like, okay. And I was home alone and my roommates were gone and I watched it. I was like, wow, this is. This is really, you know, Citizen Kane doesn't even hold a candle to this movie. So I think um, I think I would say Phantom of the Megaplex in all seriousness. It's just a great I'm not even going to call it a movie. It's a great film. OK, yeah, um, it's it's amazing. And also pretty sure everybody in that show wears something from Old Navy, too. Oh, no doubt about it. I'm, I'm pretty sure Mickey Rooney. Na- they probably don't even. Yes, he's in it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they probably don't even wear Old Navy stuff. They probably wear like. Uh, I don't know, like journeys. What's, or, yes, oh, what's shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the clothes version of journeys, whatever mm. that is. Sounds like <laughs> yes. Coles. We'll uh, we'll see you in we'll see you in court, old navy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> old navy's just sitting here. Hey, I love old navy. what did we do? <laughs> wearing old navy shorts right now. Hey, they're yeah, comfy. I'm they're old inex- navy too. So exactly. inexpensive and nice. Uh, when I made the old navy reference, I simply meant. That it's more of a it's casual, casual everyman attire. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you yeah. too can dress up you, as you, the Phantom of the Megaplex. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Honestly, we should start. I mean, well, okay, we can't start because the mouse would be all of over course. us. But at Disney should consider starting a clothing line that is literally just like extravagant Disney villain mm. clothing. I mean, I'm sure they can make a whole reality TV show walk down the catwalk. Uh, competition yeah. show i would go like, okay, i would go to we work have... every single day in a disney villain if like outfit if they sold that stuff. wait a minute what wasn't there a thing called like descendants or something like that like oh literally all their clothes oh. are all like villain inspired so oh, there you yes. go yeah there's a show or it's a movie three it's a trilogy it's a decom <laughs> original trilogy directed by kenny ortega who you might recognize who directed high school musical hocus pocus baby and hocus pocus he choreographed um dirty dancing he does Descendants, and it's like this movie where it's all of the villains' kids, and like there's mo- and they're all all their names are like similar. I'm sure they're all well adjusted. Yeah, well, they, and it's like all of their names are like kind of spinoffs of the original villains' names. So like Maleficent's daughter name is daughter's name is Mal. Mm-hmm. Jafar's son's name is Jay. Jay. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with Jar Jar. Um, well, he's another he's another Disney villain, but he's not in Descendants. Yes, but yes, Missed they're all like Disney inspired. Very, very chic. Very good. See, I I would love to watch. Uh, I'm not even like a, a guy who would watch fashion shows, but if if I was good to watch a fashion show, reality TV show, it would be one that they had average people being tasked. Like they give all kinds of professional. 
assistants, but they're just average people and they have to come up with some elaborate design and then be judged in front of these like expert judges and just watch with the hilarity and then have it always be a theme around Disney. And today's theme is Jafar. And you just see all these people doing their best Jafar (laughs) walking down the runway, but they're average people. Uh, You're welcome, ABC. Two in the Disney parks where there's this like whole kind of thing called Disney bounding where, hmm. do you know about this, Brandon? I don't think so. Okay. I'm surprised you don't know about this. Dis- Brandon's a Disney nerd like me, I am. but there's this whole thing. Apparently back in the day, I don't know really what like the actual rule is anymore, but there used to be this rule that you couldn't wear costumes to the park. Oh, that's what it's called. Yes, oh yeah. I know. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You couldn't wear costumes to the park. So all these people started wearing like regular clothes that were inspired by the villains or the characters. So it was like, if you wanted to dress up, if you wanted to like Disney bound as like the genie, you would wear like something really blue and then maybe like a red sash. I think he has like a red something or other. It's in there. his I don't know. bracelets. Is I it think? his bracelets? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, so that's a whole thing now too. Although I don't really understand what the rule is. Like you can't wear costumes because yeah. I don't know if you have to be a certain age because kids wear costumes all the I time. I think it's because they don't want people like mistaking mascots for. Yeah. They don't want the characters. Char- yeah. The characters yeah. like with the, that isn't a com- with real people. Right. Yeah. I, I suppose that yeah. makes sense in a park with a bunch of strangers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would be probably a good thing to clamp yeah. down on. That's, that's the whole thing. So like if you want to see somebody doing their best Jafar, there's probably somebody walking around Disney World right now. Oh yeah. Trying to dress like <laughs> inspired by like wearing like deep maroon tunics or something and like pointy yeah. shoes and a goatee <laughs> something or other. Right. Um what about you, Chris? What what would you recommend for our listeners to check out during this time? Well, now that Phantom of the Megaplex, I know is that. Off the board, yeah, I, I know like that's what you wanted nothing. to say. Sorry for stealing yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's going in the same vein. I don't think you could do much worse than the classic, the Johnny Tsunami. I'm yes. so proud of you, Chris. Another yes. Disney Channel original <laughs> yes. movie. We had. Uh, what was it like um we had a game night like months ago where back in the pre-covid yeah, era, era before there was <laughs> the covid 19 right um, in the times before we, we had a game night going on and we had disney channel original movies being played in the background and i think chris you picked johnny tsunami as like our first one it's and a classic there was like then there was like 13 by 13th year yeah by 13th That's year another That's the next one. one yeah yeah yes <laughs> oh gosh yep we made my i live with two girls and one of our roommates had never watched it before and i think we watched it during quarantine mm-hmm. and we mentioned it or maybe it was right after we got Disney Plus. I don't remember, but she was like, "Oh, I've never heard of that." I was like, "What? Are you kidding? It's a classic." <laughs> Joey um, Gladstone from Full House plays the dad <laughs> in that movie. I mean, you can't go much better than that. Like that's I know. that's the peak, yeah. right there. <laughs> We've been downhill ever since. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the other thing is we're we're getting into. Uh, I, actually, I think we're officially in spooky season. I mean, the Halloween candy I mean, is already I flowing. do have two pumpkins on my porch, uh, so it is official. <laughs> so I guess that means we'd also have to do a special mention to Halloween Town and Halloween Town 2 Cow Bars. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. Uh, slight spoiler in the title for the second one, uh, but, you know, just bear with <laughs> you, us there. You, get, that, you don't know who he is. I mean, it could just just watch it. Just, just watch yeah. it. Oh, 
Yeah, oh, those jerks on Going Off Topic spoiled Disney Channel original movie Halloween Town for me. I know that Calabar's the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spoiler warning. I'm going to go give him a bad review now. (laughs) Please don't. Uh, um, (laughs) Please clap. Please clap. (laughs) Um, For me, um, I actually... I, I wish I had a Disney Channel movie to really recommend here, but I actually have a National Geographic documentary to recommend. Ooh, love it. It's called Breaking Two. Oh, man. I haven't heard of that one. It's about um, people who run a marathon. A human being has never beaten a full marathon um, more than two hours. Sorry, less than two hours. Oh. So they were like a few years ago, some scientists were trying to get like the three fastest marathon runners on Earth. And they were trying to see what they can do to improve on them to finally break two. And it's really fascinating. And even people who don't really enjoy running or anything like that, it's a very fascinating like documentary and like how the human body can like endure so much in this capacity compared to like, you know, brute strength or anything yeah. like that. It's more endurance and agility. And like it's so amazing. Like, I mean, there's like this one guy, like he ran this amazing time and he's like, Oh, I didn't even drink water during the race. So if he was hydrated, he actually ran faster. So it's like, what? <laughs> like, it's insane. See, how did how did they even find the three fastest, like the fastest marathon oh. runners in the world? Like that in itself sounds like a movie in itself. And it's just one of those things like somebody's returning to their home somewhere in the world. They open their door, they flip on the light, and then the chair turns around and it's Samuel Jackson <laughs> smoking a cigarette in their house. And he just looks at them and he says... So I hear you're a fast runner. We could use there was, someone like you. There was a there was a vision that we had, you know, a dream. It's called Breaking Two. And he's like wearing the Marvel eye patch and everything. Yes. So you think it's like, oh my gosh, am I in the Avengers? Not no. quite. But uh, I, we're gonna do a, a Disney Disney Channel National Graphic uh, <laughs> documentary. As I, as exciting as I wanted that to be, they just literally picked the three fastest marathon runners record wide that ran races so unfortunately it's not as exciting oh, and so they just sent like a like a like a saturn out and just had somebody knock on the door that's not yeah as fun. I, i'm sorry to disappoint you but regardless it's a fantastic documentary i it, like i totally recommend it for all the listeners because like people who check out disney plus they're gonna be like oh the, you know like they're gonna mention like star wars or marvel yeah. like everyone's seen those or like pixar disney films i mean the older ones are kind of like you know some of them they haven't seen kind of thing but I, <laughs> I, of the i'm so glad that all of us recommended something <laughs> that wasn't like you know the obvious yeah it's not Mainstream. like hamilton have you ever heard of it what <gasps> no <laughs> <laughs> is that is that that superhero movie with will smith oh Ew. No, you're thinking of Hancock. That was such a horrible movie. Ugh. I've never seen that movie. It's so bad. I only saw it once and that was enough. Um, but while we're still on this amazing Disney-filled episode, I figured we can actually do something pretty spectacular here and combine a more serious topic with something light like Disney with our Philosophical Ponderings Disney edition. Love it. And funny enough, listeners, I don't have anything, but Chris does. Yes, I've been doing some deep thinking mm. over the past hour to come up with a good philosophical <laughs> question. You know, that's a lot more time than I thought you put into this, so that makes me very proud of you. <laughs> uh, 
So after a solid hour of scouring Google and even a little bit of Ask Jeeves, uh, I did. I was able to come up with three uh, sort of unsolved Disney philosophical questions hmm. that uh, uh, a couple people on the internet would also like to know the answer to as well. So let's see if we can't uh, come up with an answer. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, first question I have here uh, is. Why doesn't Tarzan from Disney's Tarzan have facial hair? Wait, <laughs> this blew my this mind blows too. Because I didn't. Mind. I, okay, yeah. So like, you never think no. about it until it's just put right in front Wait, of you. Wait, so okay, so like, we figured like Tarzan's what like twenty in this movie or like you know twenty five maybe. I, okay, here's the thing. Yeah. I want to say like twenty five. But I think that Disney, like, okay, Tarzan's not, like, a princess movie. No. But, like, princesses are always way younger than I expect oh, yeah. them to be. Like, so like it's, like, Ariel's, 14, I think? Yeah, like, people, they're, like, 14, 15, 16. Ugh. So maybe Tarzan is younger than we think. He certainly looks older. Hmm. And Jane Yeah, is... Jane looks like she's, I mean, like, 19 or 20. Like, Jane's got a Jane has a yeah, career. Yeah, I was gonna say like, she's, she's like a scholar. <laughs> she's studying. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I would say like, let's like just be appropriate and say like twenties ish. Okay, twenties ish. So yeah. he's able to grow facial hair, and he's yeah. living in this jungle all his life, and not a speck of beard whatsoever. But his hair grows out just fine, and I don't know. I it just. And like you know, part of me thinks like like you know, it just doesn't make sense. Like, Maybe he just found a very sharp rock, hmm. and you know, dipped it in some water. Yeah, and you know, did it I because mean, pretty soon, you know, like wouldn't if it's just growing and growing and growing, mm-hmm. you it would get annoying. Yeah, you would just, want it gone. You'd be tripping yeah, on it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe he like a spear or like something like with the with that rock. I would I would assume he would use, but the same I I don't know. It's very concerning. <laughs> like just unexpected. Well, so the other thing is if he was raised by apes and he sees his reflection in like because that's the thing. There's not like there's mirrors yeah, out there. Be, yeah. like, so the only time he'd ever even look at himself yeah. is in the water. Exactly. Right. So then it's like, so let's say he, he knows to shave, he knows how to shave. Mm-hmm. Then what, I mean, you're going to be patchy as heck if you don't have like a <laughs> Yeah, or exactly. So at, at, I think the, 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 uh, the accurate version Disney should have portrayed was a very patchy Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, not as good for the posters, but uh, man, hold, it would certainly make us on, all feel hold better. Hold on, I just thought of something. And this is not Disney related, but more Tarzan related. Has there ever been a bearded Tarzan? Um, who was the guy that played has. Tarzan in the live action Tarzans? Not like the most recent live action that like wasn't good or something, but like the one from like the thirties. No, the one that like he was he starred in the mu- the Mummy, and then he Brandon was in- Fraser. Yeah, oh, oh, that's George of the Jungle. Oh, George of the Jungle. There we go. That's oh, another that's good a, Disney that's movie. Tarzanish. That yeah, I mean you right. I I think so. He, does he have a beard? I don't no. think he does. He does. No. None of these men, Tarz, Tarzan men, have beards. I think it just comes with a job, you know? That's so weird. When you, you know. Maybe maybe it's a climate thing. 
Because whenever we see a, a character who has been out in the woods and they're up in the far north, mm. they're like Grizzly Adams. Yeah. But if they're in the jungle, no sign of beard. It's Maybe. evolution. Guys, mm. we can't there rule we out that the weather is affecting facial hair That's growth. True. That 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 sounds plausible. Let's just let's just put that out there right now that weather affects facial yeah. hair. There we go. All right, D- seal done. We actually kind of <laughs> we, completed a thought there. We did it. Science. <laughs> we solved it. So in the Lion King. Mm-hmm. What was Scar's name before he got his scar? Um, his name was Scar. Wait, wait. He was born, his name was Scar. Wait. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh. Now, okay, and that's interesting because if if someone was named Scar, like, in real life, I would think that they were from, like, Iceland or something. (laughs) Yeah. So does does Scar have Icelandic lion (laughs) parents? or something or did they just go watch like an Icelandic rock band when they were in their youth and they're like dude we're gonna name our second lion Scar maybe Scar is a nickname maybe Scar is short for something yeah I'm sure there's like some like you know, Lion King fanatic that's being like, you guys didn't read the like the the side stories from the novels or something. Another like thing, that. though, I've oh, always yeah. who, who could forget the Lion King fan? Yes. <laughs> Another thing I've always thought too is that Mufasa and Scar do not look like brothers. No, they don't. Like no, they Mufasa's do mane is like reddish, I think, mm-hmm. and Scar's Honestly, is real deep. He has like green, and I mean, obviously, yeah. they have to do it that way because Scar's the villain. They have to make him look scary. Yeah. But they, and yeah. I don't know if it's like he just really let himself go. Well, if <laughs> but, it, well, the thing is, he's dying his hair because he's self conscious of he's going he's gray kind of or emo. <laughs> if we want to be realistic here, um, lions don't really have like you know one mate their life so Mufasa's dad probably was going around just saying and like Disney doesn't want to tell you that though it's like oh no no they were together this entire time so then maybe maybe like Scar's mother is of Icelandic I mean if you think about it like even if you look at Pride Rock like Mufasa and Simba and Scar were the only dudes that's true all the rest were women yeah so, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like my childhood's a little ruined. Yeah. So, like all the <laughs> all the female lines came from Mufasa or Mufasa's father, or else I don't know. But I'm just saying that like I don't see any other male lions there besides the two, no three ones that we see in the movie. Now, obviously, I haven't seen any of the other, like, you know, direct-to-video movies or any other fanfic that I'm not aware of. Lion King, one, Lion King one and a half. Yeah, like, I've never seen any of those. You've never seen that? I have not. I wonder no. if that's on Disney+. Plus. That's a oh. good movie. I would probably bet my life on it. It would be on there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything that me. adds a half to the title is usually uh, pretty uh, oscar yeah. Oh Well, I mean, I don't know if I would say it's better than Phantom of the Megaplex. It's a different... <laughs> it's a different... Um, um, it's it, you. It it serves a different purpose. That, there we go. The special features I had that DVD as a kid, and the special features were really what made it amazing for me. <laughs> they had a Who Wants to Be King of you the know, Jungle, yeah, um, game on there that I played many times. Yo, like games on DVDs back in the day yes. were the worst but best thing ever. Yes, <laughs> like I remember like the Grinch, like 
DVD for the first movie, like the the live action movie, had like mini games that you could play with your like junky remote with like you know four directional pads (laughs) and an enter button. It's like this is the most fun I had in my life while watching a DVD menu. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. DVD games are somewhere in the hierarchy of uh, PC games you got in cereal boxes in the nineties. Oh yeah. Genius. Uh, you know, I got to be honest. If if my name was Scar and I didn't have like a very prominent scar somewhere, I would feel a lot of pressure to have to get one uh, because you know it feels like you got to live up to the name somehow. Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe maybe Scar gave his mother a scar when he was born. Maybe it came to them in a dream. Oh, maybe when she was pregnant, she was like, "I had a vision." Your eyes going to cut. <laughs> yeah, our son's going to be in a terrible accident, but he's going to come out okay. We're going to name him Scar. There we go. Um, and have, have you guys seen the 2019 Lion King? Yes. I saw it in the theater. I saw it on Disney+. Plus. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming, judging by your face right now, you hated it. I did not like it at all. I I'm sorry. Th- I think it's my least favorite. No, wait. No, yeah, it's my least favorite live action Disney. <laughs> let me be remake. sure that it, have you let seen me like sure all of them? Have you seen like Dumbo? Mm-hmm. I've saw Dumbo. Okay, I didn't see Dumbo. Yeah, I didn't know if it was good or not. It's not great, but at least there's some creative, you know, flair to it. Lion King remake was basically, except it was maybe a different song. It was basically a shopper shot, yes. and not as lively. And I'm like, ugh, this makes me feel sad. <laughs> yes. I, and I'm, I, I'm sure I probably have mentioned that before in the podcast, but that's a don't recommend. That's a don't watch. But if you want to watch, I mean, if you have Disney Plus, I guess go for it. But um, one thing I will say that they um, fixed in that movie though is that Scar and Mufasa look a lot more like brothers. There we go. Um, but maybe it's just because I'm not a scientist, and I think that all lions look the same <laughs> or, or unless that they're cartoon. <laughs> that Scar was malnourished, so there we go. Because yeah, he never well, got the lion share. Yeah. So my final uh, one I have here is uh, if Cinderella's slipper was a perfect fit, why did it fall off? She was in a hurry. She was. But she was if worried. If it's perfectly fit, why would it slip off though? One of the things. One of the things that always confused me more than that question is like, how did no other woman in the town have her shoe size? Have a size six. Have a size like, six foot. I, yeah. I, I don't know what size. A bunch of hobbits. Yeah, she must have been like, she definitely was not an eight or an eight and a half. Because right. I'm an eight and a half. And whenever <laughs> I go to the store, it's like slim pickings because everyone's feet are that big. Yeah. I know I know. in the original fairy tale, the prince is like observing every woman that tries on the slipper. Yeah. But in the Disney animated movie, it's just his um, vizier or whatever you want to call him, um, but like he—he yeah. he was the one. So like he's never seen what she looks like. So he's going from house to house, and you know he's like, "Oh, I got to find this one human that can fit this perfectly." Yeah, and he didn't even go house to house. Like that just shows how know, much he cared. You know cared. what? Maybe like, this was the first house. He wasn't even the one doing <laughs> yeah, it. He I, sent I, other yeah, people. Yeah, maybe to it do was it. the first house. And he just, they just got really lucky. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's like, I got things to do. I can't. I I thought I wanted to be committed to this, but this is turning out to be way more taxing than I thought. Yep. I want you to just I, take care of this. If you find someone, it's like you you give me the information and then I'll come over. If I he's fit, learning, I think it's a good he's fit, learning so how to, to run a country. He's pretty busy, I think. Yeah, I so yeah, but, I suppose I mean, so. doing his princely duties. But you you think that yeah, he would? I can remember. imagine telling your parent, uh, "Yeah, I can't learn uh, the the complex hierarchy of our rival nations. I need to find the love of my yes. life who I met for one night and find a slipper that matches her foot yeah. exactly." You know how crazy that would sound to your parent. Your parent would be like, "Okay, uh, <laughs> this time we had a talk." It, it's like, it, it you know it, it Eric. <laughs> Or wait, no, is his name... Ch- his wait, name is... What? I don't think he has... Charming. A, yeah, his name's Prince, Prince Charming. Charming, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Ariel. Ariel's okay. is Also, Eric. really on the nose with Prince well, we, Charming. Well, we all know Eric. that Eric's the best prince anyway, so just saying that. Um... I don't know if I agree with that. I love Eric. <laughs> Eric's very... Bl- Eric, he's pretty dreamy. He's very blue collar. He's pretty dreamy and he plays the flute. How I love that. How can you that. not fall for him? I mean, look at I him. I love Eric. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I love Eric, but Flynn Rider, man... Is, but he's not a prince, though. Okay, but he's like a in that interest. role, he becomes a prince. <laughs> wait, does he? Yeah, is, they'll is get married. The yeah, they'll get married eventually. Wait, wait, that makes him a prince, though? Yeah, why not? Oh, I never knew that. I thought Flynn he was just Rider like... Flynn Rider in his smolder. I, I, Tangled is one of my new favorite Disney movies, for sure. Yes. Um, But as like for specific princes, princes, it's hard to not like, not like Eric. Like, oh, Eric is... Like in my top three. Oh, easily. He's great. Wait, who's in your other two? Um, I think I would say. Oh, I watched Princess and the Frog for the first time. I don't know why I'd never watched that movie. Yeah. I watched Princess and the Frog for the first time during quarantine. So good. And Naveen. Naveen is, is good. Awesome. Yeah. He's so fun. I love him. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just like parties a lot. <laughs> and like is just like super cool. Yeah, I like him. Well, with a name like Naveen, you're bound to have like just by default, you're already getting invited to yes. parties with yep. a name yeah. like that. Exactly. It's great. Also, love General Shang. I think Shang is. There's a consensus cool. among ladies that General Shang is one of the best looking Disney guys. He does definitely does have the General nice Shang for is sure. like, yes. He's 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 stern but fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll tell you who's the worst one. Florian from Snow White, like that dude is, is that basically his name? yeah, it's like Florian or I, that's such a I forgot sad there was even name. A prince in they that. couldn't make him. They couldn't come up with a better name. I Florian yeah. sounds like the name of one of Ariel's mermaid sisters. <laughs> Maybe yeah. one's name is Flora. Maybe that's why I'm thinking that. But Maybe. Florian does not sound like a prince's yeah, name. No. You 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 can't you can't command much authority with a name like no Florian. no one would take I mean, you seriously. Go in front of, yeah, you're gonna go in front of your armies and be like, okay, men, we're going into yeah. battle. I need every hey guys, can we stop laughing for a sec, guys? Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever, uh, Prince Florian. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what um yeah. the beast's real name is? I I think I remember you said it it's one time. Adam. Adam. Yeah. Wow. I was. That is remarkably simple. Yeah, isn't it? It's is, so funny. Is that a French name? Is it? I don't think so. I don't. Anything can be a French name when you add Adam. 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 <laughs> you have to add the, the, the accent. To yeah, it. they should have named him like I don't know, Paul. Florian. Florian. There Florian. we go. Florian. Yeah. Eric. Charming. 
<laughs> that probably sounds the most French. <laughs> or at least you can make it sound. A la don. A la don. Oh, yeah. There you totally go. different. Yeah, but going back to uh, um, the, the Cinderella's foot slipper, um, glass slipper. Oh, is yeah, like, yeah, that. She, that, that business. What, what, what the crux was that for me was that, like, he doesn't remember what Cinderella looked like. Yeah, like so unhelpful. He would be terrible in like a like a crime scene <laughs> setting up. where they're like, "Okay, can you just des- could you describe the victim for us or the the, the perpetrator for us?" Oh man, all I just know is the footwear. Uh, sorry, officer. I wish shoes, I could be more help. Her shoes are really gorgeous. Yeah, what, you know what, he really appreciated. That's, that's all it. I remember about her. And you, you, okay, was she blonde? Yeah, was she brunette? Was she blonde? Yeah. Eyes? yeah. Uh, I just keep going back to the shoe. Man, the shoe was just really clear and crystal and sparkly. Yeah. Oh, I my just, gosh. This guy's going to be the ruler of our country. <laughs> this guy sounds, you know, like, the more and more I think about Charming, the less I am liking the guy. Like, he's becoming now the worst prince. Charming doesn't, I think especially just, in the older movies, though, like, the princes don't have much oh, no. to go off of. No personality whatsoever. No, honestly, like, not a lot of anybody the, really the has only, much to go off of. I love them. I love them. Yeah, the but... only one that, like, maybe had the most personality was probably the one from Sleeping Beauty, I think. It's been forever since I've seen Sleeping it's Beauty. It's a beautiful movie. I like, used to, it, yeah. It really I is. I used to be afraid. I think the Walt Disney World, the old attraction, Snow White Scary Adventure, really yes. scarred me as a child. Yes. Where you'd like get in this like mine shaft thing or whatever, mm-hmm. mine car thing. And you'd like yeah. go in the dark and you'd see the magic mirror and the witch would like come out a million times and scare you. And oh, yeah. I think that really like turned me off of watching Snow White as I grew up. <laughs> and I still, I don't think I've still really recovered from that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that has a theme of mine shaft, typically. Uh, <laughs> not, not good. No. Isn't going to be, doesn't, doesn't bode to be a very pleasant. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, actually, but yeah. Okay. Oh, it, it just one last thing in Sleeping Beauty. Was the, that prince named Prince Charles? No. Is this Philip? It's Philip. Yeah. Yeah. Another oh, really beautiful Philip, movie. Okay, there you go. Philip is great. Mm-hmm. Philip, that movie's like, great. At least you see the ambition of him trying to go out and save Aurora. You know, with the other ones, it's like yeah, no, he, he didn't play around. He put he put his money to his mouth. He got that sword and started swinging up on the the, the thorns. Mm. And oh yeah, went to battle with the dragon. Yeah, because yeah. like at, yeah. the, once again, Prince Charming doesn't remember who she looks like. Only looks at her feet, and then you have Florian who's kissing a like a corpse is like ugh, like not looking tough good luck <laughs> not looking for good florian <laughs> tough luck and like i remember watching that movie and like florian had this hat it was like the really puffy like it looked like a bar stool yes seat, it's, and it had of, it's almost like a it's almost like a prince version of like captain barbosa <laughs> Like it's like it's like seventy five percent feather, but I guess that was the style. I mean, nineteen thirty seven. We we had we didn't really have much back then, so this no. is all we had. Yeah, they liked feathers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, the the feather was a sign of status. Yeah, exactly. The bigger the feather, the more important you were. He was compensating for his stupid oh, name. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's like that means he really didn't have any true friends because a true friend, if if Florian walked out to a friend and was like with a big old feather, and he's like, so do you think like this takes away from the name? A true friend would be like, dude, you need to just go to Old Navy like the rest of <laughs> us, and we'll figure this there you out. Go. 
Go to Old Navy. If, if you can gather anything from this episode, listeners, go, go to, to Old, Old Navy. Navy. Exactly. Thank you. We love it. Just go to Old Navy. See, see Old Navy. We started off with some light, some light ribbing, but if then if you can't go you to know, Walt Disney we, World, go to Old Navy. <laughs> it's the Walt Disney yeah, World. We of turned clothes. it around. <laughs> Absolutely. Really? All that. I feel like this is a perfect time to segue into Becky's topic, which <laughs> gotta say. I'm loving it already. I can see why this is called going off topic. Oh already. yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're pretty yeah. sporadic. Yep. So Becky's topic happens to be about Walt Disney World, but more specifically the rides at Walt Disney World or Disneyland or any Disney attraction, basically. Yeah. In, in a sense, um, Disney parks. There we go. Um, but I guess like um, to kind of go off it, I got one question bounce off of: What makes a good Disney ride? I feel like this is, so I used to work at Walt Disney World, a little context. Mm -hmm. I worked at Walt Disney World in 2018, so I've ridden the rides a bunch, and this is something my coworkers and I would always talk about, because we would talk about how there's there's like a difference between your favorite rides and the best rides. Okay. You know, like, for example, um, my favorite ride is Dinosaur, which is in Dinoland, USA, in Animal Kingdom. Um, you go in a time rover back in time to save an iguanodon from um, the meteor shower. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of fog machine action. Um, there's a lot of animatronic dinosaur action. I love the car tours. It's, it's yes, awesome. it's fantastic. I call the iguanodon Iggy. <laughs> um, I love it, but I don't know if it's technically the best Disney ride because there's things like Flight of Passage exist and Soren right. and. Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. Like, That's Tower true. of Terror is probably my second favorite ride. But I would say Tower of Terror is, like, up there with the best rides. Right. For sure. So, like, what what would qualify as best then? Are you talking about, like, thrills, experiences, or, like, you know, the quality of the ride I feel like thing, it's. Or? I feel like technology is always at the forefront of Okay, it. yeah. I feel like, like, Tower of Terror especially, the mm. technology, not even, like, the actual dropping technology and how yeah. you get a different... Um, you technically get like a different experience every single time you write it because the dropping mm-hmm. and the way that the windows open is randomized every single time. Or I don't know how randomized it is or there's like a certain number of like, um, I don't know what you would call it, like routes or yeah. like things that it alternates with. But even the technology of when you are going up to the top floor and you see the candelabra i think it is or no yeah. that's i'm thinking of haunted mansion but you see like no, the window like, it's like the window or the mirror it was and the, the door the eyeballs yeah e equals empty square all that stuff yeah. it's just like i still don't know i'm again i'm not a scientist mm. i still don't know how they do it it's <laughs> awesome yeah it's so cool i've i've been to that one too but like i've also been to the uh the guardians of the galaxy version of the one in california do you like that one better i i won't judge you if you do I kind of do. That's okay. I, be I, you, be I, true. Most people are like, really? Like, like Tower Tim, like, I'm going to be honest, like, it's a lot more fun. Yeah. I get a lot more laughs and I get a lot more, you know, the waiting room area, there's like this animatronic rocket raccoon that's going around through the, um, like, it's actual physical. It's not like a screen. Uh, but everyone else from the cast of the movies in there, Stan Lee makes a cameo appearance in the waiting room area. Like, he does? Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that it's really cool like i like if you guys ever get a chance to go to um california adventure disneyland area like definitely check out the guardians of the galaxy tower uh like prison escape i think it's called or something Um, but like it's so much fun like but i but i still love tower terror that's the thing like i 
love that right they both work the same way mm-hmm. it's just they're both different in their experiences tower of terror is more like leading up to the drop and then the drop happens yes and then guardians of the galaxy there's a, two different versions of that ride so okay. like there's different things going on on the screens when you're dropping and everything like Fun. you still see outside but like there's stuff on the inside because you know how like in tower of terror there's like that black dark part yes that's all shadow well they would have like guardians of galaxy like, screens going on you see the characters doing something, fighting a monster or whatever, okay. or like, you know, escaping from somewhere. And like, it's just cool. I, I, I highly think it's recommend called, it. Is it called Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout? I think so, yeah. That sounds, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. But that sounds-ish mm-hmm. like it. So in a sense, what you're kind of getting at is that like, you know, the technology kind of makes or breaks how good quality of the ride is basically, right? Yeah, technology. And also like I... I love thrills. I love roller coasters. Yeah. I love like, um, like for example, Expedition Everest is one of my favorite roller coasters. I think oh, it's yeah. so much fun. I love that um, ride. Did, the, did you the Yeti, put your um, the Yeti um, is broken, but yeah, Disco Yeti. Uh, did you have like your um, twist high? Like did you shoot <gasps> yeah. up? Yeah, every yeah you go. There's this part in Expedition Everest where you. Um, you like go through the ride and it's kind of like, oh yeah, we're going on this um, expedition. It's fun and chill. And then there's this section where you're kind of outside at the top of the mountain and it looks like the the rails have been <laughs> demolished by the Yeti and you end up being launched backwards, which is so much fun. But yeah, there's everybody has just decided to like throw their hair ties off of that section of the ride. I have not done that. See, Chris, I wish we had something that we can throw up there. Like the only thing we have on us is like sunglasses or like, yeah, you, know, you some don't want to lose that. Well, you don't want to lose that, you know, <laughs> get a hair tie. Yeah. The most, yeah. The most I could throw off is my tongue ring. <laughs> it does make you think like how much I don't have stuff a tongue do you think <laughs> is in the bottom of like Pirates of the Caribbean and oh. like small world. Like if they drained that, Ugh. Can you think of how? I'm sure they do cleaning. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. There's a lot of wedding rings down here. Well, I know some. Ashes? Oh, no, I know they do that with um, Splash Mountain and Pirates of the Caribbean. They pour ashes. Oh, yeah, lots of people try to pour ashes. And it's like. Haunted Mansion's a big one. Is that like an official thing, or is that someone like, hey, quick, they're not looking, just throw your mom in there? They're not looking. That's not a, oh, when oh, I was gosh. working at Walt Disney World, never did I hear anybody be like, oh, yeah, um, I work at Pirates of the Caribbean. It was a pretty crazy day. We had a, we had to spread some people's ashes. <laughs> never heard that. No. But. It, is it cool if I drop Graham Grandma? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion's a big one. People try to spread their ashes on that ride all Which the time. Which kind of is. It makes it, sense. I mean, yeah. It kind of fits. But yeah. like, I, I don't know. Um. I, I feel like with, with me, when it comes to, like, you know, what makes a good Disney ride is, like, to me, I feel like there's two different rides. There's, there's like, experiences, like, show rides, and then there's, like, you know, thrill rides. Yes. So, you know, if we're, we're talking about thrills, um, the one that comes to mind to me the most, and it's not the most thrilling ride, but I still have fun with it, and, and yes – for for you listeners, there is a difference between the one in Disneyland and the one in Disney World. Um, but the Space Mountain ride, mm-hmm. there's just something about it. It's not that fast or quick. Like I love I love thrilling rides. Like I love the coasters. But like there's just something about like 
Space Mountain that just it's so much fun. There's also like a certain level of nostalgia to it. Yeah. Mountain. Like I can say I can say like, oh yeah, the new flight of passage ride at Animal Kingdom is like probably the best ride. Or oh, I rode the Rise of Resistance ride at Ooh, um, I have not oh read that yet. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Talk about a best ride. It's so good. I want to but it's it doesn't necessarily hold the same nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm nostalgic for Star Wars, I'm a Star Wars nut. Yeah. I have a cardboard cutout of Obi-Wan Kenobi in my house. Yes. Um, <laughs> love him. My husband. Obi Kenobi. Obi Kenobi. Yes, Ben. Um, but there's something with Space Mountain where it's like you get the thrill, but you also get like the nostalgia because yeah. it's been there forever. Oh, yeah. And, and like, it's what you remember riding as a kid. It's a lot of people's first roller coasters. Oh, yeah. It's it's really cool because like both versions are like the same but completely different. So mm-hmm. like the one in Disney World has not changed since 1971 or 72 when it first opened. And it's very much 70s flair with it. Mm-hmm. And it is the older one compared to Disneyland. Now, Disneyland, they actually made it faster. Yeah. And it's a little bit more, like, modern, I guess you could say. Like, it's still yeah. older fashion, but like, it's, like, you know, I feel like it, like, I don't feel like I'm going to fall off when I ride that ride compared I, to Disney World. <laughs> I have ridden that ride. Um, when I started working at Disney World, I was like, I'm going to ride this ride with the lights on. Mm-hmm. Like, because lots of times cast members, they'll they'll have like certain kind of events that you can sign up for, like uh, yeah. ha- tours of the Haunted Mansion and all that stuff. And one of them that you can get sometimes if you're lucky is like ride Space Mountain with the lights on. I was yeah. like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Um, I no longer want to do it. Because <laughs> I, oh. I was on that ride with a friend and there the car is... Uh, three seats behind each other, yep. like in a line. And there was a guy behind us. It was two of us. And there was a guy in the third seat in the back. And he had his like flashlight on the entire time. Ugh. And he was recording it. And of so course. I could see like the first, you know, a couple feet ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And it just ruined it. Ugh. And that poor guy was recording. Actually, you know what? I don't feel sorry about this. This <laughs> guy was record. I'm assuming he was recording the ride. Yeah. And his recording was probably me shouting, where is that light coming from? <laughs> Why? I don't remember it being this bright for like 90% of his video. Yeah. But after we got off that, I was like, wow, you know, Space Mountain if the lights are on, it's really not like a crazy thrill ride. No. But it's just the lights and also like the sound effects yep. are really important. Yep. Sound is very important but for that ride. When yep. it's all dark and it's all pitch black, it's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. Who are you sharing that video with? Yeah, yeah. like YouTube. Like yeah, it's I guess, probably like yeah. a um like because you know how some people like they'll look up the ride on you know, like online to <laughs> see what's like. Done that during quarantine yeah. just to feel something. Yeah. That sounds like a video that's a candidate for no audio, and comments have been disabled for this video. Yeah, well, if there is audio, it's just me screaming, I don't remember this ride being this bright. Where is that floodlight coming from? Wow, this ride was a lot scarier when I was a kid. And then me turning around and seeing him, and then me shouting to my friend in front of me for the entirety, like the rest of the ride, the guy behind us has his flashlight on. I hate this guy. Like, that's the entire video he got. So in a way, I don't really feel that bad. (laughs) See, now I haven't been to Disney World or Disneyland. So I, for this entire conversation, I've pretty much just been taking. You've never been to Disney Uh, World ever? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Never been. I'm so sorry. Never been to either. And uh, basically, but but, but that I've had time to sort of think if I wanted a Disney attraction, uh, I I think I've kind of come up with one. I think that they could. Oh, yeah. Do it. Um, 
So basically, it would be sort of like a, you know, like a guess, guess my weight kind of station <laughs> at like a carnival. Yeah. Uh, but instead, it's going to be a blending of Toy Story and Cinderella. And it's going to be this big stand and they're going to have a bunch of boots mm-hmm. Like like Woody, like Woody's boots, <laughs> oh, and then this. they're gonna have a bunch of slippers, and they're all gonna be different sizes, and they're gonna call this this stand if the boot fits. <laughs> and basically, people are gonna pick out which boot or slipper they think will fit their foot just from glancing at it. And if they win and it's a fit, they get prizes. That why wouldn't? Well, I, I thought that they'd just take the boot home. Well, I, I suppose that could be part of the deal is that there's well, there's boot prizes. Well, the, what, would a prize be a snake? Because snake there's in a the snake, boot. snake well, in my boot. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. So that's exactly I think that is if a it's perfect, not a right fit. I think that's perfect. I love it. Easily. I would 100% See? do it. Easily. And, and if we're worried about hygiene, the bowling alley already does it. <laughs> we already have a system in place. We spray it with the spray and we're good to yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Plus Florida and California, the, the, the heat will naturally kill off any uh germs, Oh, yeah. So mm. we know that that's that's how it that is. works. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely the cleanliest pa- place because of that. So... Um, <laughs> The cleanliest place on yes, earth. Yes, that's that's actually what that's what Walt Disney wanted to call it. But of then course. they were like, that doesn't like roll off the tongue as much as the happiest place on earth. So, exactly. I got an idea for a ride, but not necessarily a new one. And Singapore had a problem with yes. that too. Oh, big time. <laughs> um, I have an idea for a ride that isn't necessarily a whole new one, but more of an update. Yes, please. So, uh, for the listeners who don't know, which is basically Chris, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're this this. This entire episode is us educating Chris. Uh, pretty much, yeah. So there's this ride at Walt Disney World. It's more like a show. It's called Carousel of Progress. Oh, and you're going to touch that ride? Hold on. Ooh. Hold on. There, hold on. So, <laughs> My heart. So this ride, this, this attraction is basically a large amphitheater that is um, sectioned off like in different different time zones in American history yes. when it comes to intervention and technology. So it starts off in the 1890s, I think, or it's like... Something around yeah, there. I'm it's, bad at There's one section, it's like the 1890s. Things. There's another one, it's like in the 1910s. There's one in the, in the 40s. And then it ends in the 1980s. Yes. And it's not the same family the entire time, they're voiced all by the same people, but like it's in a sense, it's kind of like you know the American family of the 1940s, the American yeah, yeah. family of the 1890s, kind of thing. So I would I would namely like untouch it for most of the ride, but would you add? I would not add. Okay. I would um, at the final section because it's basically the 1980s stuck. And it was portraying that as the future. Yes, it was. It was created by Walt Disney himself mm-hmm. and premiered at the World's Fair. Yeah, because it was initially for, for the yes. future, not for the like yes. what the eighties came about to be. But then, yes. like they um, arranged it to be the nineteen eighties once uh, the the ride came to uh, Disney World. So what I would do is basically kind of have a um i don't know if you're familiar with this or not but basically there is this um fictionalized future that like a fantasy future that the past has so like you know what the year 2000 would look like 
for the people in the early 20th century. Like, what would 2001 look like? Oh, you know, there's fantastical flying machines everywhere. Yeah, and, we you know, still like, don't have flying cars. Right. Kind of mad about so that. So yeah. what, what I would do is I would have, like, a stylized, like, fake, like, 80s future technology, basically. Yeah. And But in a sense, it kind of keeps up with the spirit of, you know, technology is always changing, but the American family still stays the same, in a sense. So, um, I mean, it's kind of, it's so dated right now at the eighties, like the other parts, it's like, a, it's like a period piece. It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, that's the 1890s. That's the, and you would think like, Oh, it's the 1980s, but they end the show in the 1980s. And it, was, it feels kind of like, Oh, okay. That, that seems kind of a weird point to end off at, you know, for kids nowadays. Yes. But if there's, if there's like a way that, cause like, if you do it like, Oh, let's look at the year twenty. 40 or whatever yeah. and like that will be nice up until the year 2040 happens mm-hmm. and then it becomes dated and it's like oh we thought that was gonna happen so that's why like i feel like it they should like change a little bit of the ending part but not but not to where like it's really like our future but like what they perceived as the future in a sense i um i hear you mm-hmm I appreciate you, um, but if they tried to change that attraction, I would shackle myself to the dog rover. And same way, if they if they ever got rid of dinosaur, I would shackle myself to the iguanodon, and oh, yeah. I would go down with that ride. <laughs> I love that. Oh, oh no, it's it's wonderful, Chris. <sighs> it's the perfect ride because when like, it's hot out. <laughs> yes, it's like it's it's always air conditioned because yes. it's like a. 20 minute show and there's never a wait no. well i mean you have to wait for like the next show but yeah it's like you get on the next show yeah and it's basically like you're out in the florida sun mm-hmm. the sunlight is beaming on you you've been waiting in line for so long you mm-hmm. get kids screaming you get you know you know um just weird smells from people and you're just like you know what i don't want to be around this you go to the carousel of progress you sit down, you, you just relax, maybe even take a nap. I don't know. Just you, like you cool off. It's a really nice place. You bask in the glory of Father Progress, which is <laughs> the name of the main dude. Yeah. In that show and his dog Rover and his uncle or his like the uncle in the bathtub. Yep. And oh, love it. Sarsaparillas and all. I feel it's like so you good. would like that attraction chris i feel like that's like you've written a little well uh, i heard there was air conditioning and as we discussed <laughs> in our last what episode makes a good disney ride air conditioning air conditioning yes that's air conditioning number, that I mean, really is number Florida. one i mean i, I think spaceship yeah. earth has air conditioning too so like spaceship i love earth that is, ride yeah that's your favorite ride right it is it is spaceship my favorite ride earth Ooh. Like to to me Living i mean with the people land. couldn't even live in florida without air conditioning oh no, no it's not true um to me, Spaceship Earth is to me the perfect ride because like it's not thrilling whatsoever. I, I, I recognize that. You but don't that's think not the point. Learning about the entire history of communication <laughs> from like prehistoric times prehistoric to prehistoric times to the now future. narrated like, by Jane, Dame Judy Dench is not thrilling. <laughs> I bet to like most yeah, people okay. who are looking for are not a thrilling us. ride. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> if you're not a nerd. Yeah, yeah. See, and this, Brandon, is why you couldn't be in marketing because you're responsible. They're going to slap that on the side of the ride. Basically, not thrilling whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> like, ride Come Spaceship on down. Earth, boring. But it's cool. <laughs> it has the ride every, for yeah, nerds. It has air conditioning. Yes, um, but like I love that ride so much because, like, yes, I know there's educational 
premise to it. That's the whole point of the new Epcot, you yes. know, since the eighties. Get over it. Um despite all the new <laughs> IP rides coming intellectual property stuff coming through, but whatever. That's a whole other topic to discuss. I love Epcot. Um but I love it because like it emphasizes on education, but like it's so creative the way it does it. Because like once again, each time era that you see, you see how education uh, communication evolves over time. And they do it in such a very f- like it's not too, it's not like overtly Disney, but like it feels unique in its own way. I think that's one of the reasons why I really love like Animal Kingdom and Epcot is because a lot of their rides are less about like, oh, our intellectual property and more yeah. about like like I love living with the land. I love Spaceship Earth. I love mm-hmm. Kilimanjaro Safari. I love dinosaur. I yeah. love um yeah, like and I understand why they're adding more IP stuff to Epcot because yeah, you know they for, need people to come, and it's exciting for people to come. It's been a, lots of people call it an adult park, which yeah. it is. But that's another reason why I love well, it. For, for our listeners who maybe be confused, what we're talking about with IP stuff, we'll give examples. So, yeah. um, in the World Showcase area in Epcot, where it's a bunch of the countries, so you have like you know England, you have France, you have Canada, you have Japan, China, blah blah blah. Um, there was this amazing Norwegian pavilion area. Yes. And I loved it. And, you know, it's emphasis on the culture and everything. And they had this, like, educational river raft ride called Maelstrom. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. I love the detail in that ride. The trolls. And, like, you know, the trolls, yes. I love the trolls. Yeah. But, like, for the most part, it was very much grounded in the, like, what it looked like. What do we have now? Frozen. Mm-hmm. We when have I a would, Frozen yes. ride. And it's like now you know a ride by Frozen has got air conditioning on yes. it. Yes, it's a fun ride. It, like yeah, I'm not doubting it's fun slamming the ride, but like I love because like I miss the fact of the educational part of it. Like I that's the whole point of Epcot. And like once again, I guess that's the adult in me, but like you know I like that. And then like I, now I kind of like you know they're having like Ratatouille come in France. And like to me like oh yeah that'd be really nice. But it's like wait a minute, what about the stuff that's there already? And like mm-hmm. you know it's, I don't know I'm just. I'm still kind of jaded with it, about it. <laughs> so when it comes to the Frozen ride, it's for you, it's a bit of an icy reception. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yep. Um, so I guess I guess it depends on like what park it's in then. Because yeah. if it's like, you know, in Magic Kingdom, I kind of want something more sp- poppy and fun, you know? And yeah. When it, if it's like in uh, Epcot, wants something a little bit more educational, nerdy, educational, nerdy, but also still kind of like you know lighthearted in a way. Mm-hmm. And Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios and uh, the Star Wars Land Batu area is that what's called? Yeah, Batu is. Yeah. It's, they created a new kind of like fictional outpost. It's called Batu, and it's supposed to be a resistance outpost, and it's insane. It's so cool. Rise of the Resistance is the best ride I've ever been on. Yeah. The best ride. Which is a huge, like, statement to say because there's so many amazing stuff at Disney. And that's yeah. kind of saying, like, hey, you can't get any better than this. So, like, it's that's, true. That's it, kind of a big deal. It, getting on the ride itself is a ride. Like. Really? Like, even, like, it's, everything about it is a thrill. You have to, like, get a boarding pass. You have, like, have to cross your fingers that you're, because it's so, it's so in demand right now. You have to, like, cross your fingers that you're able to get on the app early enough to get a boarding pass. Right. You have to hope 
Do they have a TSA checkpoint? <laughs> it's kind of, basically, they should. It's insane, <laughs> but it's just, it's so much fun. The The whole ride is trackless. You, there's like, that still blows my there's mind. like five different pre-show areas that you go through. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, everyone's in character. You like come across um, first order, like troops and stuff and they're like real cold to you and i don't want to give too much away because it's like it's one of those rides it's like i do regret i i'm a big like um theme park nerd and so whenever something new comes out like cedar point or disney or universal or something i always look it up um but i do regret looking up rise of the resistance before i heard <laughs> it because i knew everything that was going to happen it was still amazing it was still yeah. like but i think I think about like my brother-in-law went on the ride with me and he's he loved Star Wars and grew up with it and loved it as a kid and he just was like almost in tears. He was like this is the most amazing thing that I've ever been <laughs> on. I was like I know it's amazing, but I knew everything that was going to happen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like um there's just those kind of rides that you know, like when you're seeing in person. I know I know it's not Disney, but I'm just I kind of had the same experience. No, yeah, so, do it. Um, obviously for some of those who already know, I'm a gigantic Simpsons fan. Um, (laughs) and when I rode on the Simpsons ride at universal, the ride itself, like, Oh yeah, it was fine. But when you're actually going through Springfield, like the actual city and seeing everything all at once. Mm -hmm. And to me, I was, I was kind of close to tears a little bit because it's like, oh, wow, it's like I'm actually there. Yeah. Like seeing everything. It's like, holy crap, this, this is so cool. Yeah. You know, like, if you can do that, yeah. like you did your job very well. I and think that was just a yeah. scream, but I felt like I was so attached to it. I'm like, why am I tearing up right now? This is, I shouldn't be, but like I, I'm such a huge fan of the show. It's like, oh my gosh, it's it's right here in front yeah. of me. <laughs> the Wizarding World of Harry Potter section, like the Diagon Alley oh, haunts my me gosh. is like the that's, same way. That's like in a lot of ways probably to, my favorite like spot in Orlando. Honestly, it's that might be amazing. my favorite like attraction area on the planet right now. Yeah, I really want to ride. There's a new ride that they opened up about a year ago called like Hagrid's Motor. Oh, what is it? Hagrid's no. Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Do you not know about this? They Wait, from like Deathly Hollows, where they like? Um, it's a, it's basically okay. Do you remember where <laughs> poor Chris has to like listen to us geek out? Has never been to these places. <laughs> You're doing great. Hang in there. Um, do you remember the old Dueling Dragons? Yes, I loved that. They dr- took out that. Yeah, I know. And it's like a half indoor, half outdoor roller coaster, and the car looks like Hagrid's bike. That is and like so one cool. person sits on the bike and the other person sits in like the little seat that oh. Harry sits in in Deathly Hollows. And you yes. like go through all this stuff and all these magical creatures and like yeah. half of it's outdoors and half of it's indoors. And there's like a whole devil snare section where it drops you. Maybe. And okay. This sounds a little I've, bit familiar really as you said it. it. Like I've never or been on it, it, but maybe I just forgot about it or something like that. Cause yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know Cause like, so. Ugh. I need to go back. So my question for this is, uh, for this ride specifically, do they provide uh, helmets? Because I'm all for having a good time on <laughs> motorcycles, but um, helmets and safety should be a top they priority. They don't provide helmets, but there are many lap bars and safety restraints and also magic. Well, there you go. There you so, go, Chris, magic. Um, you know, I, that, yeah, I, 
That makes if a lot of sense. If you get hurt, Madame Pomfrey is waiting for you in the hospital wing. <laughs> She's got some Skelligro for you. Take a sip. It kind of sucks. It tastes awful. But it helps you out. Um, but you'll thank her in the end. <laughs> Ma'am, my lung is actually punctured, so if you're not a real nurse, I need to go now. <laughs> like, I'm glad you're committed to the bit, but I'm actually bleeding. That's, that's right. That's like, I live, I feel like I live my life committing to the bit. That's right. Commit and to the bit. I love it so far. Commit to the bit. When I was a kid, I wanted to create a monorail ride. And hmm. as a child, I thought this was the most amazing thing I could ever think of. I thought Disney should be knocking down my door, trying to get my ideas. Yeah. Um, and then I realized, like, it would be called Crazy Monorail, and it would just be a roller coaster, but it would be like you were on a monorail. But I realize now, as an adult, that that is a disaster waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. And I can, like, there are probably 70% of the people that would ride it would think that it was actually the monorail. Yeah. And even though you told them over and over again, this is not the real monorail, this mm-hmm. is a roller coaster that looks like a monorail, <laughs> they would still get on it. And then they would get off and be like, I demand a refund because I thought <laughs> my hip is out of place and they put me on this monorail mm-hmm. and it went crazy. But as a child, I was like, I'm going to be an Imagineer. This is what I'm going to create. And I'm going to, like, become a Disney legend. And it's, you know, like, I'm going to be the next Bob Iger. It's going to be amazing. Yes. Um, I actually have an idea for a ride. Yes. That I just thought of right now. So I, all three of us have seen Toy Story 2, right? The best Toy Story? Yes. 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 So the moment where, um, think of it as the ride of like where Potato Head is driving the Pizza Planet truck <laughs> and then ending at the airport with the plane. Like yes. do something with that and I would be the happiest dude on the planet. Because, I would love to somehow uh, be able to get into like a big giant um, traffic cone. Oh my gosh. And pretend to walk across the street. <laughs> or like drive or even if it's a ride that's just the drive from Al's apartment to yes. Al's toy barn. Or just something like that would be amazing. When he's like, I can't believe I have to go all the way into work and on a Saturday. <laughs> and it's just like across Wait, the street. Did, didn't you say that there was like a Twitter yes, page? Yes, there's that... a Twitter there's a Twitter page <laughs> that's called it's it's like that's what it's called. I'm paraphrasing the line, but it's yeah. like, I can't believe I have to go all the way into work and on a Saturday. And every, <laughs> that's their name, that's their bio. And every single oh day gosh. they post that clip. That is beautiful. And I like it like every single time. <laughs> it's it's amazing. And, and and the funniest thing is during quarantine and stuff, they're like people working from home and moving from their cat, like their bed to the couch. It's like, yeah. I can't believe I have to go all the way into work and on a Saturday. <laughs> but oh yeah, I would, I would ride that ride. It'd be like a two second ride. I'd be like, like I will wait oh, four yeah. hours for this ride. Please. I think there also needs to be a um, more tangled representation in Walt Disney yes, World. Yes. Yes. Um, and I think I don't. I'm not asking for a ride. I'm asking for a snuggly duckling restaurant with um Ooh. with like entertainment. Mm-hmm. The do they call them like the thugs or something? Mercenaries or, like, or yeah or what? Like whoever yeah. they are like the. I have a dream people that yes. sing. Mm-hmm. I want a snuggly duckling, <laughs> like almost like a hoop de doo review type yeah. dinner theater restaurant. Or, or have a restaurant by the lanterns that they had at by the lakeside. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yes. A lantern. Yeah, I think Tangled also like a lantern scene ride. Yes. Obviously, just totally makes sense. But right now they just have Tangled bathrooms. And they are wow. they are my favorite. Are you favorite. serious? Yes, oh, that's they have Rapunzel's Towers in Fantasyland. Um, it's 
yeah, it's kind of past. I don't know how to react. Small to world. Yeah, it's right past Small World. They have a tangled <laughs> Rapunzel tower. Like, it's am I beautiful. tangling the toilet paper? They like, have it the, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 you know what it is over there? It's stroller parking. It's a stroller parking area. It's so oh, sad. It's gosh. stroller parking oh. and bathrooms. What are they the doing to my child? The bathrooms oh. are really cute. I really like them. I mean, as far the as Disney bathrooms, bathrooms go, Disney. I really like them. But um, as like a huge tangled fan, I feel like. I always get very sad because I just want my snuggly duckling restaurant. I don't think it's too much to ask. Chris, what would you have for a ride at Disney? Like if you could think of like from a movie or anything like that. And we'll tell you if it's already been made. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, I would probably, I would probably want a ride that is a perfect combination of danger Adventure, action, comedy, romance, and horror. That's life, Chris. <laughs> the ride of a life. Whoa. <laughs> Meta. <laughs> like, I've only been to a couple amusement parks in my life, so I honestly, you know, I, pretty much any kind of roller coaster at this point is going to be very novel to oh, me yeah. because the last time I was on a roller coaster, I was like 21, and I'm. And I'm 12 years old now. So <laughs> which ones? Which places have you, uh, you been know, to? I have been to Six Flags in Texas, and I've been to Cedar Point, where I did not ride many rides. In oh. fact, I only rode like two or three because I was gonna. I felt like I was gonna pass out on all of them. <laughs> That's and then I just actually, stopped riding. Yeah. Be- yeah, I, I just stopped riding because I was like, this seems like a medical thing, so maybe don't keep going on the rides. If you want something very and, thrilling. And then I just held bags for people the rest of yes, the day. Yes, if you want something very thrilling, Cedar Point is the place to go. It's America's Roller Coast. Yeah. I used to work <laughs> nice. there as well. See, and that's what was so disappointing. Yeah, that was what was so disappointing to me because when I was, you know, high school and a young whippersnapper, uh, I would go to Six Flags and I was like the front row of all the rides. And I was like, heck yeah, here we go. Like adrenaline rush. And I loved it. And I never got dizzy. But then I went a couple of years later to Cedar Point and I thought, oh, man, I'm going to the mecca of, uh, uh, you know, amusement parks yeah. here. Yeah. And I got on like three rides before it was like, okay, no. I, I think it was probably that I had Coney Island before I went. And that oh, that's a bad big. choice, I feel Chris. the same way, though. I grew, I'm from Ohio, and I grew up going to Cedar Point a million, bajillion times. And my favorite ride there was always this ride called the Rapster, or the Rapster, the <laughs> Raptor, which I think it has like seven inversions, I think. Wow. Um and that was the first one we went yes, on. So it's I did right go in on there the to the left. It's green. It's like the first roller coaster. And as a kid, I was like, this is the craziest roller coaster. It's my favorite. And then I worked there and I was 21, I think. Yeah, I was 21. And of course, I'm like, I'm going to go on the Raptor again. It's my favorite ride. <laughs> and I rode it once that whole summer. I got off and I told everybody I was an old geezer. I just felt like I was, <laughs> I can't deal with upside down roller coasters anymore. <laughs> like I don't know how that happened, but yeah. it's you know dark basically, day. Basically, yeah. What it, what Cedar Point trip taught me was that I am not going to be an astronaut. Like it's just oh, not yeah. in my cards oh, unless Christ. unless they do like some kind of like uh, sleep thing where they put me in like a like a like a little uh, tube that's filled with liquid that's like oxygen liquid and I'm like frozen in time. Then I could go on a space ride. Just like but Walt to, like, Disney. Actually, uh, do stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Chris, there <laughs> is a ride at Walt Disney World 
called Mission Space. Where they freeze you? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, no. Um, but it's <laughs> it's a it's a space simulation. Simulator. Yeah, because you have roles. There's like the pilot. There's like the co-pilot, the engineer, and, and then. The, um, I don't remember. There's another like role that you can fit, There's but you guys that, like, work literally as a team. just puts you to sleep. It's like you sleep for yeah. years. It's, it's really cool. But it's 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 genuinely like the same kind of machine that you see them put like astronauts in training in that like spins around a ton. It's that. Oh, the like G force. Yeah, yeah that's insane. Like don't eat, fact, don't eat anything before you go on it. There is that. there is like a there's a high intensity version and then there's like a low intensity version. So go you can choose which one you you can choose which one you want. But that is technically um the I think it's the coldest um attraction really? because um cold temperatures help you with motion sickness. Huh. So if you're, wow. yeah. So if you I are, never, never knew that. Yeah, if you are looking to cool down, Mission Space. I, I mean, I don't know if you'll feel better after going on it. I mean, I, I do um, always when I go on it. Yes, <laughs> I, I love Mission Space. It's mm-hmm. pretty fun, but um, it is the building is a lot colder than a lot of the other ones because it helps with motion sickness it's, and people throw up on that ride all the time. It's like Carousel of Progress, See? but in space. <laughs> Essentially, yes. It's just a real big, it's a fast yeah, circular it's real- amphitheater. <laughs> like, a lot See, faster. whoever has to, cl- yeah, like, whoever has to clean up after these rides, whatever they're getting paid, it's not enough. It's true. Because mm-hmm. I can imagine they have seen some truly horrific scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They have. It's true. Yeah, well, like it's all fun and games till you get a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, uh, high schoolers that get on the ride and they're doing the YouTube chili dog challenge on the G Force. <laughs> food. Simulator. There's a big. There's a big festival at Epcot called Food and Wine, where a bunch of people come and yep. a bunch of adults just get wasted. Oh gosh! And so you can imagine oh. them going and like eating a million like German sausages. Wait. And all this that- jazz and drinking all this stuff and then going on this ride. Isn't that happening right now during recording time right now? Or? Um I think it might be, yes. Hmm. Yeah. I don't wow. know. I don't know what the like the I don't know stuff. what the yeah. COVID kind of modifications are, but it is at this time because yeah, I worked I, it. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Um but yeah, that's just that must have been a, the I never thought about that. Yeah, it must have been way worse. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm just imagining Disney doing their like planning when they're planning out like where they're going to place everything. Okay, and let's have this really dangerous G-force ride next to the uh, sausage stand in the where they serve the alcohol. <laughs> Luckily, too. it is. Uh, sir, don't it you think is that, a bit that of could a walk, be dangerous? Ah, uh, no, it'll be fine. Yeah, it's not probably not far enough. Right. Yeah. But yeah, one of those rides you probably could not go on that ride. But honestly, you you would not be uncommon because I think a lot of people nowadays are like, oh yeah, Mission Space. I don't think it's like too popular no, anymore because anymore. It, people are just like, dang, that's like motion sickness to the max. Yeah, like if they, they have those those signs like you need to be this tall to ride and they, they should probably have signs like how many brats have you had? <laughs> when's the last, time? When's the last time you ate? And it's like, <laughs> Did you eat more than 24 hours ago? Stop. Less than 24 hours ago? If you have, don't come on this ride. Don't ride yeah. this ride. And they have a People exactly, they have the like ride, a though. clever. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> People. Would oh, ride oh the ride. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You know, we can keep talking about this on and on, but I feel like this is about as much as we can talk about, for, at least for this episode, going off topic. <laughs> uh, we can obviously have another one 
easily about this as well, but I feel like it's a good time um, to end it off here. But I want to thank you again, Becky, for coming on this episode. It was a blast having you on here thank talking about you. Disney. Yes, thank you. Um, before we go, do you have anything you want to plug in for our listeners to check out? Yes, I just created a blog. It's called the Live A Lot blog. It's literally the liveallotblog.com. And I just write about a bunch of super cool stuff and living life to the fullest. Kind of difficult right now because of COVID, but mm-hmm. we're still having fun. Still living life. Be true with you. <laughs> Love it. Yep. I've, I've checked it out. It's a really worth a read. Um, Thank you. For all you listeners. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, the link will be in the description down below of the episode. So you can check out right there. Um, but thank you again for joining us the episode of Going Off Topic. I want to thank you so much, uh, Chris and Becky, for joining us. And have a good one, folks. May all your wildest dreams come true. Hello, listeners. Thank you again for checking out this new episode of the Going Off Topic podcast. If you like this episode or hearing our lovely voices, go ahead and give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or a positive review on all our podcasting platforms, which now includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. For more information or updates about the channel, go ahead and check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Chris and I want to thank you again for listening to this Going Out Topic. We hope to see you again on the next episode. See you around, listeners. Um, I just thought of this. Another philosophical thing. Yeah. Um, Lightning McQueen, car insurance or life oh, insurance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we I never saw talked about what's too. inside him. Yeah, cake. We never... It's cake. It's uh, everything's cake of, right now. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Cake like they so have, hot right now. Because they have eyeballs, <laughs> but they don't. It's so weird. I, yeah. I, the whole car okay, universe yeah. always makes me confused. I'm back.